2: at the northwest end of the car show itself. And I didn't get a chance to walk the show yet. I was doing all sorts of things before we came on air. and uh, But there is, uh, Steve, I, I'm guessing a couple hundred cars minimum might be more than that. So, again, yeah. if you want to come to a great car show and just have a good wow. time, not only just say hi to us but see all the great cars that are up here and just enjoy the beautiful weather, uh, come out, stop by, say hi. It really is a great day. Uh, mm-hmm. Our lines are open. We're also here to answer questions. That's the biggest reason we do this on a weekly basis, is to help all of you, the motoring public, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. Uh, again, call us. You can text us a question as well, 307 200 A lot of our regular listeners, um, in fact, it's probably why our phones are down some, because a lot of them have rolled by and said hi, which, we, again, I, I appreciate that. was able to meet you know, Jeff up in Steamboat Springs, he was out the last car show we had a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, I talk to a lot of you on a very routine basis, you know, whether it be during the week or on the weekends. But to put a face with a voice, uh, you know, just from that point forward, I don't know, it just gives you a connection you don't have otherwise. Uh, you all kind of pretty much know what we look like, but it's nice to know what you look like. And uh, anyways, if, you, if you're out and about and you're out in this area, come by, say hi. And it's really easy to get to. We've still got two more hours left on air. The show goes until 2 the uh, Rocky Mountain Regional Airport is the old Jeffco Airport, so we're at US 36 or Highway 128, uh, which is right next to US 36 and Wadsworth. We're on the southwest corner, is probably the best way to describe that. But if you get up in this area, you can't miss it. And whatever mapping program you use, just plug in Rocky Mountain Regional Airport. This is, for those of you that live down south, this airport, most of you don't know this, but this is like Centennial North because this is a regularly, fully functioning airport, uh, a lot of the uh, ride share or the, the flight share programs that are out there take off in and out of this airport. It's a it's a sizable airport. You can you can fly pretty large planes in and out of here. A lot of the tankers that service, you know, forest fires and things like that will take, uh, will take off, you know, will land and really? take off oh, in this particular okay. airport. They've got the ability to refuel them here as well, or at least they used to. I'm sure they still do. Uh, we're not quite, you know, we haven't had that many wildfires in Colorado yet.
3: Cross our fingers, fingers. let's
2: keep going that direction. But, yeah, this is a fully functioning airport even as we're here today. So this isn't like a kind of a defunct thing where now we've got a car show going on. No, this is a fully functioning airport, still operating as we speak. You'll hear planes coming and going and even cars coming and going as well. But if you're out and about, please stop by, say hi. Again, lines are open, 303 477 5600, Steve Horvath and I, we asked the question of the day earlier. I should keep mentioning it. What is your favorite muscle car? We haven't done that for a while. But in in lieu of that even, what's just your favorite old car, period? It doesn't have to be a muscle car. It just could be, hey, I always wanted one of those. Or I had one of those, and I would like to have that again. Whatever it is, just let us know. Again, three oh three four seven seven five six zero zero. And again we appreciate each and every one of you calling. I believe Mike in Denver is up next. Mike, welcome. How are you? Hello, Mike.
4: Or Mark. Hello,
2: Mark. I'm sorry. I, I'm not reading my screen right. Go ahead, Mark.
4: Hello? Hello, Mark.
2: Hello? There we go. How's it going, Mark?
0: We're <laughs> here. <sparked>. We're here. <laughs> Bart, B-A-R-T. We got you. Uh, Go Bart, ahead, Mark. It, 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 okay. It's Bart. But oh, Bart. A reference Bart, B-A-R-T. to last B-A-R-T. week, got so, it, got uh,
5: it. you're, ta- you you're talk about worldwide vintage, worldwide vintage Cars? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I'd like to get an address and a phone number for them.
2: You sure can. In fact, they've got an event coming up next week. It's called Cars and Coffee. They're going to have cars, music, food, and... Their address, Bart, is 4001, so 4001 Forest Street, and that's in Denver, but it's really I-70 and, like, Monaco is probably the best way for me to tell you where it's located. Uh, Their phone number, by the way, because you can can call them directly, is on their website, and it's WorldwideVintageAutos.com, WorldwideVintageAutos.com, and, again, you can call them. Uh, We'll have an ad playing for them this actually every hour. We've now got an ad for them. They're one of our partners. But they've got an event next Saturday as well, cars and coffee from 9 to noon, Bart.
5: Okay. And then uh, you don't have the exact phone number, right?
2: Uh, I can get that for you. Give me just one moment here, and I can grab that for you. We've been communicating back and forth. Uh, 720 370 Okay. Eight eight
5: three five. Eight eight three five. Eight, three,
2: hey, thank mm-hmm. hey, thank you very much. I appreciate it. No, if, if, no, thank you very much too, Bart. And I, I talked about them last week, and uh, they may be calling in today. If they do, I'll let them. You know, we'll put them on on air right away. Seller, mainly seller, and mainly consignment seller of the type of vehicles that are at this car show today. So the reality is if you've got an older car and maybe you're thinking about doing something different or you want to buy a different car or, uh, you know, you've had this car around and maybe you just can't drive it anymore, you're getting to that point where you just, you know, you don't have room to store it and you, or you just want to do something different or you just want the money. I mean, you name it, it doesn't matter what the reason is. Uh, you get together with them, you guys establish a price, they will get you your price, and then the way they work it is whatever they get over and above that, they keep. So you get your money, they make it really simple and easy, they keep whatever they sell it for above that, you get the money that you need, your 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 car is gone. The other thing that they do for all of their vehicles, including their consignment cars, every one of them is checked for roadworthiness. They will not sell a car that's not roadworthy. So every car they sell is a drivable car. You can literally Buy the car and drive it home if you want to. Some of you will, of course, buy it, trailer it and all that, but they they have the ability to – they check the vehicle out completely. You have the ability to buy that car and drive it home. It's one of the things they pride themselves on. These are not – in most cases, they do get a few of these that come through, but most of the time these are not show cars. These are driver cars. And when you look at their website – I should have made note of this earlier – but when you look at the website – you'll notice that their prices seem a little low. They seem a little off even. In fact, I even, when I met them for the first time, I said, you know, guys, some of your prices almost seem too good to be true. And they're like, well, no, I mean, we explained to everybody what the car is and what its flaws are and the fact that it's not you know, a perfect car. The paint's not going to be perfect. The interior might not be perfect. Mechanically, it'll be a driver. It's going to be a good car as far as that goes. But, yeah, it's going to have some things that if you want to make it a top-notch show car, you're going to have to spend some time and effort, maybe a little money to get it there. So these are cars that are not going to be 10s but they're going to be solid sevens is probably the best way for me to say that. So out of a, you know, one to ten, you know, two being a car that needs to be completely rebuilt, five it's pretty ratty but still driving, ten is a show car. These are halfway between a regular kind of a ratty driver car versus a really, you know, nice show car. These are nice driver cars Hmm. that literally, um, you know, you could still enter into most shows. It's not going to probably take best in class. That's not the kind of car you're buying. Uh, But you could take that car, do a few things to it, and have a really, really nice car. Keep in mind, the person selling the car typically maybe has even gotten to a point where it's like, you know what, I've invested enough time, money, energy into this. Uh, I'm kind of done. I'd like to go to the next vehicle. And in that case, they go to Worldwide Auto. They sell the car. You then become the buyer. You're taking advantage of what they didn't want to finish out. And it, point being, it gives you the opportunity to get into the classic car world for a lot less money than if you went to a Mecham Auto Auction or a Barrett-Jackson Auto Auction or someplace like that. These are cars literally that you can drive away, they're roadworthy, they have inspected them to make sure of that, and these are just fun cars to own, and no, you're not going to pay top dollar because they're not top dollar cars. Am that's I saying that right? That is awesome. That is the neatest thing. So, so I, it's a, I, I, I think it's a great partnership for us because it will really suit both like ends of the spectrum. What I was thinking, of, you know, the other people that, um, maybe you have a, a parent that's passed. passed. Good, good one. You know, and, and yes. you don't know what to do with that car, and, you know, it probably hasn't driven for a while, maybe get it up running. They turn around and sell it. And they they will actually, you know, they will work it out even where if that's the type of car you have and you don't know the value, they'll work with you through that whole process, even getting it down to them, inspecting it, what does it need to make it roadworthy. I mean, if they can look at the car and determine, yep, we can make this car roadworthy and still sell it, they will help you through that entire process. So, guys, that's something else that worldwide – uh, vintage autos does again you can find them worldwide they're on our website as well 720-370-8835 lines are open by the way give us a call well we'd love to chat any question you've got for us we'll be here until of course one o'clock 303-477-5600 this is drive radio klz 560
6: Now is the time to take advantage of Geno's Auto Service's Air Conditioning Recharge Special. We're off to a very hot start to summer here in Colorado. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant, cleans it, and we put it back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for 36 months peace of mind warranty. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick it up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J.
0: Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change a bg performance oil change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else peace of mind where do you find it find a shop in your neighborhood at bgfindashop.com that's bgfindashop.com because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making
7: bg do you know what to do in a traffic stop Kevin Flesh would like to give you a few tips to help keep you and your passengers safe. If you are being pulled over for a traffic violation, slow down and put on your hazards. Find a well lit location that is out of the lane of traffic. Keep your hands on the wheel where the officer can see them and be polite. If you feel it's necessary, record the traffic stop. And then, if you need any legal help, call Kevin Flesh at Flesh Law Firm. Kevin is our legal eagle and is an expert in traffic, altercations, and accidents. So, put this number into your phone. 303-806-8886. You can also find Kevin online at fleshlawfirm.com, Kevin Flesh, Flesh Law Firm and proud sponsor of Drive Radio.
4: We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference.
6: At Arvada West Auto & Truck, we repair your car in a way that most other mechanics don't. Modern cars and trucks are controlled by complicated computers. And just like your smartphone, they need an update every once in a while. Oftentimes, other mechanics ignore the complicated problems that your car's computers can have because the tools needed can be expensive and it takes time to learn how to use them properly. At Arvada West, we spend the money on the right tools and we take the time to learn how these updates can help to improve everything about your car. That's why our experienced technicians take the extra time to include updating your car or truck's computer to make sure it's running the best it can. Come visit us at 11752 West 64th and let Arvada West update your car or truck. Call 303-422-1065 to make your computer, update appointment, or visit us on the web at ArvadaWestAutoAndTruck.com.
2: All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us again. We're live at the Rocky Mountain Airport, 11905 Corporate Way. And if anybody's lived here for any length of time, this used to be the Jeffco, airport is now the rocky mountain regional airport so if you're out and about come by and uh, stop in, say hi. Uh, my wife's out here manning things uh, for us while Steve and I are on air. So if you, uh, we got some giveaways and things like that where if you want something, come by and we'll get you taken care of. i got a question that came in off air that I'll answer here in a moment as well. Our lines are open, by the way, 303-477-5600. Charlie and Larry are back in the studio taking care of things, which we appreciate them very much. And if you are listening to us on Sunday, this is a one-day event only. So, no, we will not be here tomorrow on Sunday. The car show won't be here tomorrow. The airport will, of course, but we will not be here tomorrow on Sunday. This is a Saturday-only event, and we appreciate the uh, the Collector Car Council having us out, and uh, Dick uh, Thompson really kind of organizing all of this and having us here. We appreciate him and having us out. And, again, Steve Horvath with me today as well from Geno's Auto Service. Again, line's open, 303-477-5600. Somebody actually gave us a note and was asking this question. Saw a car here at the car show it has a throttle body fuel injection system the return line is on a regulator with a feed line to that throttle body is there something that controls that return line yes there is the old throttle bodies the regulator we really controlled how much return and that that really make sure I make this simplistic as i can steve that told the throttle body how much fuel to deliver to it based upon what was going on with the regulators probably the best way for me to say that okay. those are pretty simple systems they were a kind of a pre-programmed they did have a map sensor you know manifold air pressure sensor it wasn't the speed density system it was a it was a system designed um how do I want to say that? Basically just off of altitude and pressures that way, okay. uh, and it was done with pre, pre-done mapping. By the way, they worked very, very well. Uh, the downside to those systems, if you did any major elevation changes, if you changed three or 4,000 feet, you needed to pull over, turn the car off, let it sit for a moment turn it back on, it would then reread your map sensor because it didn't do that as automatically as it should have back in those days. And then once it did that, you could continue on. And, they were, and again, they worked pretty well. It's a pretty reliable system. And, yes, they had a fuel pressure regulator on them that regulated the pressure at the throttle body. And what it didn't need, of course, it sent back bank to the tank. Just, And they all do that. I mean, that's just the way it works. And, yes, that's how... Those systems work, and you can retrofit a lot of the vintage cars like we see here today with those throttle body units. And actually, they work very well. I think they were good, and they're they're very smooth running, and, and they take a lot of the hard uh, starting and hard running and things like that. because yeah, there's still a pressurized system. It's not a mechanical. You know, fuel pump that's running off of a vacuum type system. That's the way a mechanical pump works. Is it's creating a vacuum, pulling from the tank, and then pushing it back up to the carburetor. No, this is actual. This has got either an in-tank pump, or they put a tank. uh, They put a pump very close to the main fuel tank on the vehicle itself, and then that. Delivers that fuel depending upon the system, but typically seven to ten psi. It'll deliver the fuel up to that throttle body, and then yes, the regulator regulates how much fuel is actually there. That's how it works. And you want to have that regulator so you don't over over pressurize too, so you can keep it keep it down because they can blow right through those injectors. Yep, because like I said, they only take seven pounds, five to seven, I think it was. I'm getting some pictures back in, by the way, from Sturgis. So Steve Ebling, who actually does the uh, morning show for Kim Munson. Uh, it looks like uh, Christy Nome the South Dakota governor, is leading the parade at Sturgis. Good for her. All right. Uh, by the way, it's an event I've never been to. I would love to go. One of these years, I'm just going to take some time off the show and go, see it. go actually go up there and do it or do the show from there maybe if I could ever figure out how to coordinate that, maybe just do the show from Sturgis. Ah. But uh, that's something I've always wanted to do that I've not got a chance to do yet. So, again, any questions for us, uh, please call in 303-477-5600. Again, could be on... A car repair could be buying and selling. What kind of a new car do you want to buy? We, you know, we do a lot of new car reviews as well, which I should also mention. If you're looking to buy a new car or even a used car, uh, between my son and I, we you know we drive a lot of cars. We review those cars typically on air. Some of those are done on video, but lately we've done them all on air. We talk about those cars, give you our opinion on them. And you can typically find, not typically, you can find those at either one of our websites, drive-radio.com or rushtoreason.com. Producer Ann, who does all of our things behind the scenes, she does a good job of piecing all those things together and putting all those things out. And you can actually go in there. They're they're categorized even uh, if you need them categorized. So they're all there. You can actually find them that way. And, uh, again, we've reviewed a lot of cars over the years. So if there's a car that you're thinking about buying, new or used, by all means, go there, check it out, get our opinion. Just remember, I'm, and Steve knows this, I'm typically a car advocate. I'm one that typically will tell you that most cars, especially the late model cars we've had now for 10 years or so, there's a few exceptions to this, but not many. Typically, somebody bought the wrong car and now badmouth the car. It's not always the car's fault. And what I mean by that is somebody buys a half-ton truck and they needed a three-quarter ton or one ton in the first place, and now they're complaining about you know, repairs and brakes and different things along those lines because the truck's not doing what they thought it should do in the first place. Okay, you bought the wrong truck. Uh, something else that I should mention, too, um, we did this show here a while back on towing and all of that, and I've done even more research on that since. And what I will t- what I will tell you is, there's some manufacturers out there, Ford being one of them, where they'll tell you an F-150 will haul 11,000 pounds. Well, yeah, you got to include the weight of the truck in that 11,000 pounds. So, no, it doesn't really haul 11,000 pounds. It hauls whatever the truck weighs and the weight of the passengers and everything that's in the truck. So, say the truck weighs, by the time you're done, 5,000 pounds. Now, you can only haul six. Okay. So, it's not that it will haul 11,000. It will do a total of 11,000 pounds and it's a little misleading the way they advertise that because they make it sound like i can put an 11,000 pound trailer behind my f-150 and i'm fine no you can't and i will even tell you that i think 6,000 pounds behind an f-150 just weight wise and what's going on is a little heavy i mean if you're in town and you're just doing a few things maybe towing a car to a car show things like that okay fine yeah i may give you that but outside of that um, no, I probably wouldn't do that. I think Gary's calling in next. Gary, welcome. How are you, sir?
8: I'm good. How are you, John?
2: Good. Can you hear
8: me? Um,
2: I, I can't. Go about, right ahead.
8: Uh, I had a question about selling a car. You know, there are these uh, companies that will give you an offer on your car, sight unseen, because online. And they consider uh, any accident that the car was involved with, and they'll discount the uh, offer based on Carfax reports. But I was wondering if, if it simply indicates that the car was involved in an accident without really knowing what the damage was or what it took to repair, how, how does that work? I mean, don't they need to know the extent of the damage?
2: They typically are going off of what the price to fix the car was, and they kind of can understand from that what the damage was. I mean, typically they've got you know most collision centers that are registered, quote-unquote, with Carfax. Carfax can see what that damage was, what the repair is, and they're basing it off of that. They're not just saying, oh, the car was wrecked, so now we knock five grand off. No, they typically, not typically, they know what the accident was, and what the damage was, and they're giving you a reduced value. You know, we call call it diminished value, which, by the way, if you're somebody that's had a car and it's not your fault that it was damaged uh, and it's somebody else's fault, you need to make sure that you're getting replenished on your diminished value because there is a a lesser value of the car from that point forward.
8: Okay, and, and if you repaired it on your own, you know, you did the repairs yourself, they wouldn't have any of that information.
2: Nope, they'll never know. that will never show. And that's, and that's why we always say get a car inspected because if you get a, a you know, say you have, you know, superficial damage and somebody comes through and they sideswipe the car. You know, and we're at a car show here where we've seen a few cars get really close to one another, which always bothers me when you're in this type of a setting. But let's say that all of a sudden you've got a you know a vehicle and something happens and uh, maybe it's even your fault and you run it down the, the pole at the gas station. I've seen vehicles where they do that. And you decide, you know, instead of turning that into insurance and paying my deductible and all that, I'll just fix it on my own or I'll have a body shop even fix it. Well, keep in mind, depending upon who the collision center is, they may or may not, in fact, you can sometimes request, if I just pay cash, I don't want this reported to Carfax, that really kind of comes down to you and that collision center at that point in time. In that case, it's liable not to be reported back to Carfax, and no one's the wiser except you and somebody inspecting the vehicle.
8: All right. That's very helpful. Thanks.
2: Does that make sense?
8: Yes. Thank you, John. John. You're welcome,
2: Gary. Thank you. Great question, by the way, because you – and this is where we always say – I mean, Steve, you and I have been talking about this for 20 years plus now (laughs) on getting cars pre-inspected. Not a I buy the car and then go get it inspected because, you know what, Here, let's do this. I've got some time. We're up against a break. I want to get into a little bit of that because there's a lot of still today misconceptions in fact there's even some things governmentally speaking to where the federal trade commission the ftc is going to crank down on dealers on some of the things when it comes to selling cars that they particularly don't care for so let's talk about some of that as soon as we come back you can still call in i'll get your questions answered as well 303-477-5600 we're live at the rocky mountain regional airport great car show up here put on by the collector car council stop by say hi we'll be right back though this is drive radio klz 560.
9: Hello Drive Radio listeners, this is Chris Hammond with Ken's & Leslie distributing your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This week we're going to talk about the driveline components in your car, specifically the fluids in the driveline components of your car. Manufacturer recommendations for maintenance on these fluids vary significantly according to the year, make, model, and most importantly, the driving conditions. Most manufacturers list severe driving conditions as mountain driving, stop and go traffic, cold weather driving, hot weather driving, or towing and hauling loads. By my count, I've experienced all of these conditions just this week. So how do you know when to service the fluids in your transfer case or differential? Our recommendation is to replace any fluid before the fluid has reached a point of failure. For driveline components, we recommend a 30,000 mile interval with our gear oils and limited slip additives. Many gear oils will show significant signs of sheer breakdown and oxidation well in advance of 30,000 miles and should be serviced prior to the point of failure in order to protect your driveline components. So to ensure that your mountain driver, toy hauler, or traffic sitter stays trouble free and fun to drive. Replace your gear oils with a high-quality gear oil every 30,000 miles and take full advantage of all the great outdoors of our wonderful state. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG Products. We'll talk to you again next week.
4: Greg at Ranch Fresh Meats has vetted out the best quality meats in the marketplace sourced from family farms, ranches, and small USDA meat plants that he knows personally. So, whether you want Mary's Air Chilled Chicken, Tim Beeler's Duroc Pork, Morgan Ranch Wagyu Beef, local Angus Beef, or Bison, go to ranchfreshmeats.com and see the amazing selections of items Greg has compiled from all small plants, farms, and family ranches that hold to the highest standards of animal welfare and meat quality. And Greg finds deals on items every week that his suppliers need to move. So sign up for the weekly sale email list and enter a chance to win a free case of Tim Beeler's Duroc non-GMO bacon. Use Rush, R-U-S-H, at checkout to get 10% off of your first order at ranchfreshmeats.com.
2: We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof.
1: That's 303-662-0789.
2: All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560, live at the Rocky Mountain Regional Airport up on top of the hill in Broomfield. If you're out this way, stop by, say hi. We'll be on on air another hour and a half or so, and then the show goes until the car show itself goes until 2 o'clock. Mike and Highland Ranch, you are next.
5: Uh, John, thank you. I was going to uh, comment on on Gary's question. I I you were absolutely number one right on. Get it inspected. And the reason I say that, you yeah. this is a whole show for crying out loud, is that Carfax costs, <laughs> you know, that's what it was repaired. But how was it repaired? Was it OEM parts? I mean, right. trim fasteners, oftentimes, they just don't put new ones in. They put old, the old ones. you got bolts, you've got – how was the car repaired? You absolutely have to have it inspected. And, and it's interesting that Carfax shows, you know, what the repair cost was because I've had repair costs on my vehicles run from an estimate of, of where the insurance company wanted to send me You know, oh yeah, six grand to where I wanted to go. Who does all OEM parts? That was thirteen grand.
2: Right, twice as much. Yeah,
5: that
1: much.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's that big of a difference. You know, Mike, you are spot on. And um, the other thing that that, and by the way, a lot of the repair shops don't have this. This is where you know you have to kind of sometimes even get a little bit more into an inspection. What I mean by that is, let's say that you take it in, you get it inspected. And a shop like Steve says, yep, you know what, this thing's had some repair damage. Now, we don't know the extent. I can just tell it's been repaired. For all of you listening, there are now meters, and, Mike, you're going to know this, but there are now meters that are made that will tell you how much thickness of product, whether it be paint, bondo, primer, you name yeah. it, is between the top and the top. And the metal surface underneath. It will literally tell you the mill thickness of what's there, thereby telling you was it repaired, Mike, to your point properly or not?
5: Absolutely. I just had one of my cars That's appraised, fascinating. One of my fancy cars appraised and one of the things they did was take a paint thickness measurement damn near every five inches over the whole damn car. It was, it was yep. unbelievable. Because yep. that, um, that's telling yeah. you
2: how well the how well the bodywork was done underneath that restoration. That's right. That's
5: exactly right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> my point is please go have it inspected. The hard part about that is is when you wreck a car, oh, you look at the damage, but until you dig under it and get into it, you won't know half of what's going on. Nope. And you've got to a really good, in my opinion, OEM shop. And the other I thing agree. in Colorado is you can, they don't tell you this, Paul will tell you this, uh, Paul Leuenberger, you can take it to whoever you want. You don't have to go to where the insurance companies recommend it. That's
2: right. Thank you, Mike. All Thank right. you. Yes, I absolutely, absolutely. Um, absolutely.
5: There are so many great muscle cars, Mopar, Chevy, <laughs> or, yeah. I don't
2: know
5: how you pick.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't either. It, well, it's tough. I mean, you pick what you can find. No, Mike, appreciate it very much. You pick what you can find, and you pick what what you think works for you and so on. And really quick, I want to add on to the accident end of things, and I know this is just me. I, I And I'm not a superstitious guy, but you guys have heard me say numerous times, I, this. I'm just this guy. If you wreck your car, sell it. Yes, I said that. (laughs) Why? I don't know why this is, but when a car gets wrecked, it keeps getting wrecked. I don't know why. They just become a wreck magnet. I mean, I'm dead serious on that. I don't care whether it's a scratch down the side. Uh, You know, if that car goes in the collision center for one thing, typically it's going to be in there, you know, thereafter. And I know that's not – I know I can't prove that, but historically – I, I think most people will tell you that if it's wrecked once, I don't know why that is, Steve, but real, typically once it's wrecked once, it's typically you know it typically gets wrecked again. Soren, you're up. What's going on today, sir?
10: Well, I got a couple of answers to the question of the day here. Um, one of my favorite ones Let's hear it. the 60s Bronco. It was such a nice-looking car. <laughs>
2: yep. Yep.
10: Mm-hmm. And then I those, like those yeah, I'm
2: sure, I, I'm guessing, I have not walked around the, well, actually I can, I can look out to the left of me and there's a lime green one here, so yeah, there's some of those here too. Yeah, but
10: uh, then another one that I have is uh, um, 60 Corvette. those things were just nice. Ah. Oh, yep, that's
2: a good one too. Yep, I agree, very, very good, yep, great answer, Soren, appreciate it, man, have a great afternoon, what are you doing today, by the way? Oh, not much. Just working. Okay, <laughs> well, keep working, Soren. Appreciate you calling, by the way. And uh, all right, real quick before we go to break, I wanted to add in a couple of things here regarding the the you know misconceptions that a lot of think a lot of folks have when it comes to buying a car, selling the car, and so on. And, and this is for Colorado. I, I know there's other states where things might be a little different than than this but i can tell you right now in colorado there's huge misconceptions and i've seen it among even my own family members friends in colorado when you buy a vehicle new or used it's yours, it's yours. Yeah. there is no three-day right of recension nope. once you've signed on the dotted line it is your car in fact i'll go one step further if you sign on the dotted line and you don't take delivery of the car but you signed all the paperwork it's still your it's still car. Your car. Yeah. You you have no ability to give that car back. Now, if the dealership wants to make a different arrangement with you and so on, and I know there's some used car places nationally that will, you know, allow you to, you know, drive a car for a few days and so on, but I don't know all the ins and outs of that, but I just know Colorado law is when you sign on the dotted line and you own that car, you own that car. And it doesn't matter. Now, if you can prove fraud, or you've got a brand new car that it's a, it, you know falls under the lemon law. That's a whole different world, and typically that involves you know some attorneys and different things that may have to happen there. That's a that's not what I'm talking about. Yes, I know on a lemon law you can you can get, you know get certain things done under that law, but that is different from what a lot of, a lot of folks think. Oh, I'll go buy a car, drive it for a few days. If I don't like it, I'll take it back. Uh, you no, know. you're not. <laughs> you're not. You own that thing. You you own yeah. that car. <laughs> you own it even to the point where. You're going to, you know, I've heard these stories. If somebody goes down, they buy a car, they know a family member is going to be back on Monday, but they sign the papers Friday night, but they leave it on the lot. And they're thinking, oh, I'll go back in Monday, I'll bring my husband or my boyfriend or somebody with me, and I'll make sure everything's all good to go, or I'll bring the wife in, make sure things are good to go. So they go back in there Monday, and maybe maybe the wife doesn't like it. Well, doesn't matter. Yeah. You you own the car at that point. There is no giving that car back. There is no three-day right of recension. This isn't a timeshare you're buying. <laughs>
1: Th- this is
2: a new or used car that you're buying and it's a totally different world so uh, again just want to clarify that uh and again we're going to be here for until uh, one o'clock show goes on until two we're out at the rocky mountain regional airport 11905 corporate way if you get out and about come by say hi josh goff from legacy automotive just rolled in so we may throw him on air if he feels like it but uh uh, anyways, if not, he may want to go around and look at all the cars, so we'll see. But anyways, uh, Steve, Steve Horvath from Genos Auto Services is with me, so we'll be right back, guys. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio KLZ 560.
0: Arvada West Auto & Truck has been serving all of Western Arvada, Golden, and Wheat Ridge for more than 40 years, and they're proud to keep their customers' vehicles on the road. After starting out as a small gas station, they moved into their current building in 2004 at 11752 West 64th Avenue. Arvada West is a Napa Gold Shop, a designation only a few in the nation receive. And after 40 years of service, Arvada West Auto & Truck achieved the Napa Auto Care Shop of the Year for the Rocky Mountain Division of Napa. They'd be thrilled to welcome you to their family. Stop by or call Arvada West Auto & Truck, 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. Have you ever thought about owning a
2: classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? All right, we are back, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Last little segment here of this second hour. we got another full hour coming your way. We are live at the Rocky Mountain Regional Airport, which is the old Jeffco Airport, for those of you that lived up in this north end of town maybe. But if you're just from wherever in the Denver area, uh, literally we're within about a 35, 40-minute drive from most anywhere in town. So still plenty of time to come out. The show will go till 2 o'clock. We'll be here till 1. Myself, Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service, and Josh Goff joining us now from Legacy Automotive and Ridgeline auto brokers up in the Boulder area and I wanted to grab Josh cuz I was I was talking about the the used car, new car end of things, and there's a lot of misconception, even to this day, on this whole, oh, I bought the car, I can take it back within three days. It's like a timeshare. No, it no, ain't. No, it's
3: not. Yeah. You didn't
2: buy a timeshare, you bought a car. Yeah, if you went to a dealer, they you're stuck with that car. And you signed on the dotted line, and again, as I said earlier, and I'm not wrong in this, even if you don't take possession of the vehicle, so you go buy a car from wherever, I don't care, new use doesn't make any difference, and you say, oh, well, I'll, I'll come back and get it Monday. Okay, great. They're going to make you sign on Friday night, let's say. Mm-hmm. By the way, never buy a car on a Friday night, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> Anyways, so you buy the car Friday night, you sign on the dotted line, you're not going to pick it up until Monday. It's your car. Yeah, once the paperwork's done, it's your car. In fact, you better be insured because it's your car now. Well, we don't want you to leave.
3: You know, you can't leave unless you're insured. Correct. Correct. You can't take the car. Correct. You can't take So you sign when
2: you sign on that dotted line, it's your car, your insurance. If that place blew up, it's now on you and your insurance company. Pretty much. Now, yeah. there's, I know, some extenuating circumstances where some could say, well, they still had control over the car. And so, well, on the same token, if you had the opportunity to drive it home Friday night and didn't, and you just chose to leave it and it's parked outside, it's probably going to be on you, not them, because that was your decision, not theirs. And, and again, there's. I know there's a lot of folks still listening today that think because I buy a car, if I don't like it within two or three days, I can take that car back, I'll get my money back, and I can buy something else. No,
3: you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. Yeah, not even on a new car. No, my, that's my, right. My wife wanted to do that. She bought a new car, and then she wanted to upgrade to the next level. I'm like we have to redo the whole deal.
2: So. The, the, yeah, this is not. And by then, it's a used car now. And by the way, legally, for the car lot or for you know from the for the dealership end of things, it is a used car. It left their possession. It's going to have to go through a complete new title process, which means it will be titled. It doesn't have an MSO on it anymore, so it's going to be titled. It is now. A used car. I don't care if it has 10 miles on it. It's a used car now. That's the problem they have. In their defense, there's nothing they can do about that. They just can't tear all the paperwork up. It doesn't work that way. No, it's a binding contract. Because what's happened is most new, just a little bit of inside information, most new cars, not all, but unless the dealership is really big and they have uh, deep pockets, most used cars and new cars are what we call floor plant. That dealer doesn't own that car. Someone else does. Toyota Credit, Ford Credit, GM, somebody else owns that car, and they're paying a percent of the invoice monthly. That's how they pay the interest on the car. And, if, and, and they get a grace period, by the way, that that car can sit there for X amount of time before they have to actually start paying interest on the car. But they're paying to have those cars sit on that lot. And here's what happens. The minute that car gets sold, it gets reported back to them who was floating the, the paper on the car, you know, whoever's loaning them the money for that car, Essentially, the minute, I mean, because the way the computer systems work today, the minute that car is sold, they know. The the banking institution knows, oh, Josh sold that car. Guess what? He now owes me for that car. Mm -hmm. So the dealership now has to write a check out of whatever, however it was financed and handled and so on. They get paid off. So even if you drove that car home over the weekend and came back three or four days later and you want to trade up, you can. But it's a used car because of everything I just said. Because now that car has to be paid off and it's a whole new deal. And they get their money
3: right away. I have I buy from different places, and the second FedEx drops that title off in my lap, they automatically pull the money right out of my bank account. It's that Insta- fast. Instantly, it's, instantly. it's that it's fast. It's dropped, and then I get an email, and they pull it right away.
2: That that's why. And again, you, and I know there's some states out there where there are some right of recension. A lot of you that have come into our state from other states. I just want to make sure I reiterate this, and I know those of you that are in Colorado, I'm going to sound like a broken drum, but it's important for people that have come from other areas to know this. In the state of Colorado, I'm not talking about Utah, Wyoming, Kansas, Nebraska. In the state of Colorado, if you buy a car, it's yours. There is no three-day, five-day, no-day right of recension. Once you sign on the dotted line, it's your car, new or used. Yep. So that's a fact. And if you're buying a used car, you're going to see a big old window sticker on the side, not a window sticker as to the value, but it's going to say, as is, no warranty. Mm-hmm. The dealer board years ago in Colorado put together and, and lobbied for this, and to their credit, they were looking to protect their dealers because there was a lot, because I remember these days. I, I was in, I've been in this world for a very, very long time, and I can remember the days where there'd be all sorts of confusion on, well, what's the dealer warranting and not warranting, used car especially. Well, there is no warranty. Well, where did you say that? Well, so what the dealer board finally came along and said is, listen, since there's all this miscommunication and misconception maybe on the part of the consumer, from now on, every single vehicle that's parked on a lot in the window is going to be hung a a little, you know, it's a a piece of paper. It's duplicate and so on, but it's going to say on it, as is no warranty. And when you buy that used car, guess what piece of paper you're also signing? And as is no warranty. That's it. Unless you're buying a service contract, because you can't even buy an extended warranty on a used car, so unless you're buying a service contract, there will be no warranty on that car. And if you buy a service contract, it is it is all dependent upon that service contract company. That it is. Period. Okay. The, the, the dealer, the used car dealer, is not warrantying unless they've put something in writing that's binding that they're going to take care of such and such. It is your car. Your responsibility, if it, if it, if if the engine blows up a block away, it's on you. Now, can you go back on the used car dealer for some of those things? All I'm going to say is maybe. Yeah. And it depends. And probably not. But, but <laughs> probably not. Probably not. I mean, if it was nefarious and they knew there was a problem and they still sold you the vehicle, maybe there's some recourse there. I say maybe because I'll tell you what, being in the automotive world as long as I was, uh, it's really, really hard for anybody to know an engine is going to blow up in a block. It's all—I mean, folks, I mean, honest. No. It's coincidence more than anything if that happens. Because trust me, there's, there's literally hardly there's no fix it in a can. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we all know that. Everybody wants that. It doesn't exist. So for for somebody you even you well, know, or, or you must have poured something in it, and knowing that the engine was no, they didn't. Sorry. No, they didn't. Well, you'd you'd have to prove fraud. It's really hard to prove that in today's world. Now, I also know that in the car world, in Colorado especially, there's a lot of great used car dealers out there. If something like that were to happen, are most of them going to step up and try to help you out? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know what? A lot of them are. Not all. A lot will. Because, again, these guys are wanting to do things honestly. They're going to have that vehicle inspected to the best of their ability. They're doing the best they can to make sure that they're giving you a nice, solid vehicle but I will tell you, you know, and we've heard stories, even, even people that have called into this program over the years. You're driving down the road and a month later the transmission goes bad. Guess who's paying for that? Yeah. You are. You're not going back to the used car dealer. You, you sign that piece of paper that says, as is no warranty, and you sign that on purpose because they're wanting want to be protected as much as you want to be protected. Mm-hmm. And you were saying something about that a minute ago, Josh, about how the front side is federal and the back side is state. Yeah, so part of the
3: as is, there's a whole Colorado side that you're signing to.
2: Just so it's not just the federal side, it's the state side as well.
3: Yeah, and we're just trying to make it so everybody knows,
2: you know. Everybody's on the same page.
3: Everybody's on the same page, what your rights are, what your rights aren't, you know, where. So everybody knows exactly what they're getting into.
2: Okay. So,
3: you know, nothing's in the dark.
2: What What do you feel are some of the other, on the used car side, misconceptions folks have outside of this whole, oh, I bought it three days later, I can take it back. What are some of the other misconceptions you think exist?
3: You know, I think that's one of the biggest. You know, and they think that somehow the dealer owns it for forever.
2: You know, no, no you bought it you at charge yeah, now. It's your car. It's, exactly. it's been transferred. You own it now. It's your but car.
3: What I would say, if you do have a problem, you know, call the dealership. Don't. If you call threatening, you're kind of going to get whatever you throw at them. You're going to get right back. Right. But if you call and say, "Can you help me out?" A lot of guys are going to try and
2: find sure. a way. Because know? of what I said a moment ago. Exactly. They're not. They're not jerks. Right. But if you are, they can be as well.
3: And as you just said, I mean, I don't know how many times, you know, we drive cars. I drive cars back and forth just to make sure there's no bugs trying to get all the gremlins out. But there's always something. It is a used car.
2: It's not new. It's not new. by By the way, if you want to be protected buying a car... And, and if the transmission goes bad in a week, you want to have coverage, guess what you need to do? Buy a new car. And that's, and that's part of owning yeah. a new car. right? Yeah.
3: But still, new cars go bad. Every new car I've ever owned, and probably you've ever owned, was back at the dealership within 1,000 miles. difference of being thrillers. is
2: they're warranting it because you
3: paid for, for that when the, you yeah, bought you, the car. You spent a lot of money
2: for that warranty when you bought the new right. car. Right. right. It's exactly right. So... Again, just want to make sure everybody's kind of aware of that. I think there's still, even to this day, some misconception in that world as to what are the rights of the consumer when it comes to buying things like that. And the reality is there aren't any because you signed those, not away, but you had an agreement with the person you bought the car from. By the way, this, this goes to even on, it's even worse if you bought it from a personal party. So you go on Facebook Marketplace and buy a car and something blows up a week later, good luck.
3: I mean, yeah. The only good re- re- luck. The only recourse is if it doesn't make through emissions. That's and this, about it. That's it.
2: Yeah. That's, that's about it. Not, you and if bought. they, and by the way, if they have an emissions when you buy that car even used and you leave, it's on you now. Yeah. Because you can get all your title work and all that done and handle and get plates and you're ready to go. So, again, Chances of you going back, even on a individual, con, you know, seller, you know, a, a private party sale, is it, pretty tough. It really is. So again, buyer beware. It's why you got to make sure you take the vehicle in, and get it inspected. We got more to come on that. Again, we're live at the Rocky Mountain Regional Airport. Up in Broomfield, the exact address, 11905 Corporate Way. Stop by, say hi. we got one more full hour coming. The show goes until 2. We'll be, here, of course, until 1. And if you're listening to us on Sunday, no, the car show isn't going on. It is over at that point. This is a Saturday-only event. We'll be right back, though, guys. Don't go anywhere. Top of the hour news. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
3: Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments.